Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Hey everyone, it's Sherry Stahl, host of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show, your on-air ladies Bible study event. This is the show that will inspire you to get into the Bible and help you understand it. It's my goal to be relatable and authentically leave you refreshed as you listen to the Soul H2O devotion. This week, my intention is to help you push through the difficult times so you get to the good times. I'm so excited you've tuned in for today's episode number 122. We're talking about testing and blessing in the 21st century with serial entrepreneur and writer Jamie Nato. Downloadable Soul H2O journal pages help you get more out of the teaching segment to quench your spiritual thirst. You can even use them for your personal devotions and find them on today's show notes at soulh2o.com slash 122, along with information about our guest. So let's dive in to today's Soul H2O devotion and get refreshed. I was going through my Water in the Desert book, reading the devotion called Testing Followed by Blessing, talking about how God has set the precedence in His Word that when you've gone through a time of testing successfully, it will be followed by a time of blessing. It's not just a catchy line I came up with. It's a principle in Scripture. Whether it takes place here or in heaven, your testing will be followed by a blessing. There are so many biblical examples of this, like Noah, Abraham, Joseph, Esther, and the list could go on. The hard part is, some of us get tested for a really, and I mean really, long time. The biggest example of this in the Bible is in the life of Job. In chapter 1 of Job, he loses his family and experiences financial ruin. And yet, after all those losses, Job still kept his faith in God. Oh, Job is very human in his responses. He has some hard conversations with God, but never turns his back on God. At one point, Job was so stressed out from all of his problems that he cursed the day he was born. Have you ever been there? Ever said, I wish I was never born? That's a level of suffering not everyone gets to. Even when he lost everything and couldn't see any blessing, Job still believed that God was good. What an incredible testimony. Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, Without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. When things go wrong or when things go right, Todd and I often quote the end of Hebrews 11 verse 6. You'll hear us saying, God rewards those who diligently seek Him. Hebrews 11:6 tells us that you can't please God without faith. So that means the converse is true. You can please God with faith, which makes me ask, faith in what? The verse even answers that question. If we want to please God, there are two things we need to believe in that require faith. The first is that we must first believe that God exists. For some, this is really hard because God is spirit and you can't see him with your natural eyes. Like the wind, God is not visible, but we can see how he affects things. 
Secondly, this verse teaches us that if we want to please God, we must believe that He rewards those who diligently seek Him, even when you don't see it. When the bills are still mounting and the problems abound, you have to believe that God is going to reward you for seeking Him. Hebrews 11.1 teaches that faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Be sure that our loving God will reward you. He promises it. Jeremiah 31, 16 says, This is what the Lord says. Restrain your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears, for your work will be rewarded, declares the Lord. Job 42, verse 12 tells us that the Lord blessed the latter part of Job's life more than the first. He ended up with twice of all that he owned before, a very wealthy man with seven more sons and three more daughters, giving him a long life to see even his great-great-grandchildren live. Now, I'm not promising you that everything will work out here on earth. I've lived long enough to see that not every blessing comes on this side of eternity. But if God promises it, you can count on it. Stay in relationship with Him. Let Him go through the tough stuff in life with you, and He'll bring you joy in the midst of pain, a peace that passes understanding, and eventually double for the trouble that you've endured. Testing will be followed by blessing. Have you ever wondered what goes on behind the scenes at Joy Radio? Well, the wait is over. I'm Holly Taylor of Good Company. And I'm James Curtis of The Drive. Subscribe to our Joy newsletter, Living Joyfully. And on the second Tuesday of each month, you'll gain exclusive access to powerful testimonials from fellow listeners, inspiring news, opportunities to serve, and much more. Staying connected to Joy Radio has never been easier. Subscribe at joyradio.ca and become a joyful insider. Joy Radio. Wherever you are. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Jamie Nato is a serial entrepreneur and leader of a multi-million dollar business built on faith, community, authenticity, and courage. Navigating life with her wonderful husband of 14 years and four unruly children is her greatest love and challenge. Welcome to the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show, Jamie. Thank you for having me. Yeah, well, Jamie, your bio cracked me up. So let me get a little sidetracked here and you'll see why when I get there. But your bio said that you're passionate about not doing laundry and hoarding socks. So I get not wanting to do laundry, but what's your issue with socks? If you don't do laundry, you don't ever have any socks. So I collect (laughs) them. I go and buy more and... You know, we just have a lot of them until the pile is, you know, exploding. And none of my kids, they follow in my footsteps. So none of them want to do the socks either. So, you know, I'm I'm forced to go to Target. <laughs> Target must love you. <laughs> well, your bio also says that you love using humor and that you write honestly to convey the truth of the gospel. 
And sometimes you even use awkward humor to help your audience navigate through those tough topics. Your Instagram bio says that you're handing out permission slips to live on purpose. And your website about page starts off saying, Jamie Nato is a wildly popular fitness model on Instagram. Okay, no, but she is and then you kind of go on to tell about yourself. And I just, everywhere I was going, I was checking you out. I was laughing. And, uh, you know, here's the reason for my sidetracking. Jamie, how important is laughter to living life well, in your opinion? I, if you're not laughing, you're crying. So I have only those two emotions. <laughs> so I prefer to be laughing. But in in all seriousness, I think it's just, we all need it. Life is hard. And mm-hmm. I think a good worthwhile, you know, time spender is watching dog TikToks, you know, to just, <laughs> I need to start the morning with a laugh or else, you know, I just feel like I need a cheery heart in the morning, especially don't talk to me before 10 a.m. But <laughs> I think it's so important. I think, I think people like kind of a lower I don't know like a lower gift like oh comedy and I think uh, we all sure do need a lot of laughter in our lives right now yeah I agree laughter is the best medicine the bible says and you know the bible included talking about laughter so I think it is a really important thing Um, I actually used to travel and talk this message and a sermon on laughter and how important it is to us but I was looking on your website and you said something that really struck me about laughter. You said, laughing will find your face again. It feels like the end, but night can't last forever. And you were talking about this. You wrote this on your site when you were talking about issues that you and your husband had worked through in marriage. And I was just wondering, (laughs) you know, it it sounds like you guys have been through the ringer. But God has done this incredible work in your life. And I'm wondering if you could share kind of that, a bit of that journey from that broken place and, and how God then has brought joy back into your life. Oh yeah, that, there was a season in our marriage, you know, we were two years in and I called us A plus Christians because humility and just doing (laughs) all the good things for the Lord and in all the small groups and all the accountability. And I, you know, I'm staying at home. I have a toddler and a newborn and my husband is kind of, I don't know, he's not acting like himself. I'm starting to be really unhappy in the marriage and I am thinking what is going on? Well, it turns out he was having an affair and this is really devastating for me because I thought, you Mm -hmm. know, two Christians get married. What could go wrong? Like, isn't this the formula? Like I am doing all the things for God and I'm staying at home with my kids and teaching them about God and I'm a good wife. And, and that's not good enough because my husband is going to leave me for some other woman. And I, you know, don't say this lightly, but, I really thought I wasn't going to wake up in the morning because I was so devastated. I wasn't suicidal, but I thought, Lord, if you just want to take me in my sleep, I'll be okay with that because I don't think I can wake Mm -hmm. up tomorrow. And Mm -hmm. just really low, really awful. But God did a work. And I think during that week, there was a week we were separated and Mm 
God did some things in my heart where he said, we're going to work on forgiving him. And I thought, this is actually not cool, God, because I didn't do the thing. (laughs) I actually don't want to. And, you know, he just gave me supernatural forgiveness throughout this week. I I think he held up the sun for me. I think the days were longer than a day. And (laughs) I worked through forgiving every little tiny thing that I could think of, including the other woman, everything. I forgave for everything. And I didn't think that meant that we were going to get back together. I was fully um, ready to get a divorce. My dad's an attorney. So I was like, that's sad for you. And, (laughs) but, you know, God said, if you'll trust me in this terrible part, something beautiful is going to be on the other end. And I didn't know what the beautiful thing was on the other end. I just thought maybe it is divorce. Maybe I get remarried. Maybe, maybe we do get back together. I don't know. And, you know, we were separated, you know, for another, I don't know, two months. And we both did work. I didn't know if he was going to come back, but I was doing the work for myself. I was in therapy. I was, you know, doing all the things. And then we did therapy together and God worked a miracle. He was repentant, came back um, home. He has never been the same since he Mm. changed. He, you know, repentance, it was just so visible about him. And I got the man that I love back, you know, not even, it was like not fixable. It was so broken that it wasn't fixable. So God gave us something new and we had two more babies. We get to work together every day. I'm sure he's so thankful for that, that I literally never leave his side. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I don't, I don't fold laundry, but other than that, he is a blessed man. And, um, we have so much fun together. We opened up a coffee shop. Together. We, we just, I, I am so thankful that this is how God chose to redeem my story. I know that it could have gone any which way, and God has been good. God has been kind to us, and it's not because of me. It was a miracle that God did. Jamie, it's such a beautiful story. I love how God just redeems everything, whether you go through divorce like I did or others. You know, This story is so beautiful, and I love seeing how God took that brokenness and brought you joy. Can't wait to come back after the commercials and talk a little more. Hi, I'm Jamie Nato from episode number 122, and my music pick song for the Soul H2O radio and podcast show is The Goodness by Toby Mac and Blessing Offer. You made the rain, so when it falls on me, still the goodness in my life when you think of fall you think of pumpkin spice lattes warm fuzzy sweaters and time with the family with my joy radio app you can enjoy all the things you love about fall while staying tuned to everything you need never miss another minute with 24 7 access to the joy radio live stream get the latest messages from the ministries you love delivered to your smartphone be uplifted while drinking a latte or pumpkin patch picking. My Joy Radio app, available now. Joy Radio, wherever you are. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. 
We're back from the break with social media and essential oil entrepreneur, public speaker, writer, and coffee shop owner, Jamie Nato. Jamie, I get every guest to share some of your, your spiritual life with the audience. And so I'm wondering if you could share a Bible study tool or tip, something that helps you to get into God's Word. My tip is to do it with other people. It keeps you accountable. It keeps you on track. And even if you don't do, you know, the study that day or that week, you get to hear what they're learning and what they got out of that study. So I think it's just, it's, we're better together. I agree. Absolutely better together. And then is there a verse that, a life verse or one that's inspiring you, encouraging you lately, something you want to share? Yes. John nineteen twenty six and 27 says, So Jesus, seeing his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing near, said to his mother, Dear woman, look, here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, John, look, here is your mother. Protect her and provide for her. From that hour, the disciples took her into his own home. I just think it's so sweet and tender that Jesus was taking care of his mother, even to death, you know, pure and undefiled religion is taking care of widows. He knew that she would need a protector and he provided for her even while he was on the cross. And just his care for women in that first is astounding. Absolutely. And as girls who have gone through the heartbreak of your marriage falling apart and, and the, living in that place for a while of, you know, that hurt and that brokenness, that you understand how God himself, Jesus cares about our needs and how he cared about his mom is just an example of that. That is such an encouraging verse uh, or a couple verses to look at. So you're on this show and I, I want to thank you for sharing parts of your testimony in the first segment of how you've really gone from brokenness to joy, how God has brought laughter back into your life. And you really write with, with, fun. Okay. And I loved your book, the book that you're a part of with the Encourage Girls. Come sit with me. Um, getting to interview a few of the authors from this book and I'm loving it. But your segment is called, Will You Be a Flamethrower or a Fire Extinguisher in the Dumpster Fire of Internet Comments? So just love the title. My husband is a firefighter, so I'm really loving that title. But <laughs> through COVID, the internet was a crazy dumpster fire of dangerous topics. And yeah. I don't know for you, but for me, I got burned during that season. And so I don't know, did did this uh, chapter come out of that time or was it written even before all of the pandemic crisis? Yeah, it was, it was during, but anytime that you go through... I don't know if you've ever had anything go viral. I had a post go viral and the comments, like not from people that you know, but just strangers who barge into your life and want to tell you all the things that you are doing just so wrong. And I found myself spending an exorbitant amount of time trying to defend this post, which was a very... It was funny. It was just a video of my neighbors getting together outside um, and having this like neighborhood picnic. And it was met with a lot of animosity. Very strange things were said. And 
I wanted to spend all my time on there just saying, like, you don't understand. You don't know. You don't know me. You don't know my family. And you're actually the one who's mm-hmm. awful. You know, just I wanted to help them see that they were wrong. And, you know, the verse that came to my head was, this is why you memorize verses, right? What fights and quarrels among you? Isn't it you? Isn't it the war raging inside of your heart? Um, and so I thought, you know, I have an opportunity to either use my words to build up or I have an opportunity to tear down. And I felt like God was really asking me to, just like I would in real life to a human with heart and eyeballs, say, they must be going through something tough and this is a hard time for all of us and I am going to choose life. And so I'm not going to murder people with my words. And that's really helped me, I think, in in my personal life and in with friends on Facebook and, you know, Aunt, Aunt Susie, who just, you know, is outrageous and you want to tell her some things, but it's helped me say, how can I be a fire extinguisher? Like, how can I soothe, help, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control? These are the fruits of the spirit. And, and that is what should mark believers. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, and self-control. And that's what believers should be marked by. And so that's the characteristics we should be showing up with on social media and in real life. I think it's so jarring the way that you said, you know, I didn't want to murder people with my words. And at first it kind of shocked me. And when I read it in your um, your devotion here in this section, the chapter that you wrote. But the reality is scripture says that we have the power of life and death in our tongues. And so what we say really can murder people. And if we think about that, I think it will help us to actually speak better and kinder on the internet. It has to. I mean, it can't keep going the way that it's going. And especially if you call yourself a follower of Christ, we have to be marked by life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, it's just dangerous on the internet because we don't see people's eyeballs, as you mentioned. And so we have to really check ourselves. I think this chapter that you wrote has a great prayer in there. And I don't know if maybe you can just close out with a little tip for people on how we can not be a flamethrower, but a fire extinguisher and then to bring life to people online. Yeah, just the the fruits of the Spirit are such a good meter for me if the Spirit is looking at my heart. And before you hit send or publish, say, is this lovely? Is this good? Is this kind? Is this self-controlled? And if they're not, you don't have to hit send. You don't have to hit publish. And not every argument needs to be have your voice in it. You know, not everything mm. needs your opinion and just... Remembering that helps me a lot. This does not have to be sent. And I think, you know, let's just spread laughter on the internet like you do. Uh, People are going to want to check out your Instagram account, have some fun. But thank you so much for being here, Jamie, and sharing with us. Thank you for having me. Jamie is a great example of someone who's gone through times of difficult testing where she could have easily turned her back on God, but instead chose to let God work in her heart and bring back joy into her life. 
I challenge you to live like Jamie. Let God be with you in the testing times so you can get to his blessing times. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for episode 122, Testing and Blessing. Make sure to check out the show notes for scripture graphics and information about our guest at soulh2o.com slash 122. I hope you'll rate and share this episode with your friends and family to help spread the word. Come back next week as we talk about unwavering faith with Shelley Calcagno. And until then, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.